Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us for the Weekly Standard Podcast, Elliot Abrams, a senior fellow of the Council of Foreign Relations, and we appreciate your time. Obviously, a lot going on internationally, particularly America and Iran. And I'm just curious, uh, your reaction when you saw the images of the American sailors being treated like hostages by the Iranians? Well, it's a humiliation, uh, Michael, of, of the United States. And I guess I'd start by asking, why did Iran release those pictures? We know that uh, they, they shouldn't have done so under international law, uh, but they wanted to. So the question you have to ask is, why? Why did they want to? And I think the answer is because they were pretty confident of the impact, which is a humiliation for the United States. Uh, the humiliation is there, but the theoretical the Iranians, uh, 100 to $150 billion of sanctions relief, you know, money ready to pour in uh, and, and moving forward with this Iranian nuclear deal. Are the Iranians not afraid at all that by abusing American sailors this way, uh, forcing a female sailor to wear a, you know, a headdress, a hijab, uh, you know, uh, uh, somehow getting an apology out of uh, one of the uh, sailors on board, that, that, were they not worried at all that that might spark some impact on the Iranian deal? I guess my answer is uh, <laughs> not while Barack Obama and John Kerry are in charge. I mean, you know, you saw the reaction to this from Kerry. It was to thank them. He was full of effusive praise of, of Iran. Now, of course, if they'd gone further, if they had detained these people day after day after day, um, if they'd hurt them in any way, then, then I think Congress would have stepped in. Public opinion would have been much hotter. Um, but I think they're, they played it, in, in, in a way, just right, um, in a manner that shows people in the Middle East that they're not afraid of America, that they're able to humiliate Americans, and that the United States is not going to respond. And their judgment of, uh, of Obama and Kerry turns out to have been correct. We end up thanking them. Yeah, that's the part, and, and you're the uh, diplomat here. You've you've done this for a living. The idea that we would thank a country for holding our sailors hostage and intentionally humiliating them. This didn't have to happen. The Iranians could have just you know kept their boats nearby while we got our boats reoriented or got help or whatever. They could have done what other civil what civilized nations do, maybe even lent a hand. They chose instead to seize the boats and the people, send these pictures out, and we say. Thank you. I can't think of any comparable moment in recent American history to this. Well, I think you're right. I think they know their customer is with respect to uh, the current administration, which is absolutely desperate to make sure that this great legacy item for the president, his Iran nuclear deal, does not come unstuck. Uh, and I think they know that the administration will do almost anything to see that that does not happen. Actually, I think the administration has made a mistake. I think they should have condemned Iran. I think they're running a risk here, which is that the Iranians think they can get away with literally almost murder. That, you know, next time it's firing not near an American ship in the Gulf, but at an American ship in the Gulf. And there will come a point at which even this administration, uh, whether it likes it or not, but under public pressure and under congressional pressure, would have to stop this deal. They just have to hope the Iranians don't make that misjudgment. But remember what this comes after. It comes after two Iranian ballistic missile tests that violate a U.N. Security Council resolution. 
And the administration immediately responded by saying, oh, we need to have sanctions. And then a couple of days later, they said, well, maybe we don't need to have sanctions. So there aren't any. So the Iranians, the Iranians learned the lesson again, I think, from the missile tests and now from this incident. Boy, the administration is just going to protect its Iran nuclear deal come what may. Um, the audience for this uh, this action, I've had uh, two different theories run past me. One is that the audience was uh, internal for Iran, and it was you know the people who want to put the best spin on this say, oh, this was just an easy, cheap shot for the Iranians to get the more uh, anti-American elements kind of on board with this new treaty because it shows them we're not backing down, you know, we're still tough. And that's an interesting thought. The other uh, idea I've heard put forward is that the audience for this are the Sunni uh, powers in the region to show them just how weak their American allies are and put more pressure on them to turn towards Iran as the uh, must-deal-with power in the region? I think the answer is both. If you think back to the days of the Soviet Union and its adventures overseas, the goal was first, uh, as always in a dictatorship, as always in a government that is hated by the people of the country, it's to show the people we're so powerful, don't even think about rising up, don't even think about demonstrations, don't even think about a change of government someday, um, and then to show the rest of the world. Now, for Iran, the relevant rest of the world is, as you say, the Sunni nations, particularly of the Gulf. Um, and this will do it. I mean, in fact, <laughs> I think if you were a Saudi, Emirati, Jordanian, Egyptian going a little further afield. What do you make of all this? What do you make of the fact that the Iranians were bold enough to do this and the Americans ended up being humiliated and then the administration does nothing but thank them? I think what you conclude is, well, you know, the Iranians seem to be right, at least for the moment, at least for 2016 with the current administration. We're not going to get anything out of Washington if we're trying to stand up to Iran. We will get no help. And I think, frankly, most uh, Sunni Arab governments have, in the Middle East, have reached that conclusion. That that's, and that's why you see them doing more, trying to do more, in Yemen, in Syria. Uh, they've come to the conclusion that they're not going to get any help against Iran from the U.S. under this administration. Uh, one last question for you. What do you think the status is of the actual Iran deal? One of the big pushes that the... Uh, Secretary of State's Department, the State's Office was making this morning was this is, uh, you know, one of the benefits of the Iran deal. And not only that, but the Iran deal has shut off the pathways to nuclear weapons for the Iranians. And even if you're unhappy with this you know, event involving these American sailors that look at the net positive, the Iranians are on board and, uh, you know, and they are legitimate partners to uh, to keep, you know, Iran from going nuclear. In other words, they're going to follow the guidelines of this deal. Is that what you see in the uh, in the latest uh, events? I think the Iranians like this deal and will try to keep it going, partly because of all the money they get and all the trade and investment they're going to get out of it. They will test the limits of the deal. They will cheat in an effort to see how the United States and others respond to their cheating. And I think, you know, at least in this administration, we're not going to respond really at all. Uh, but I think the Iranians will go ahead with this deal because uh, they don't need a nuclear weapon in 2016. They need to keep their program alive. They need to get all this money, trade, and investment. And more important for the moment is to teach the lesson to the other countries in the region 
that the United States is out of this game or is pro-Iran, that they're not going to get any help against Iran, that Iran is the rising power in the region. And I think what, what really uh, terrifies the countries around there is not that Iran's going to drop a nuclear weapon on them one year from now or five or ten years from now. It's this sense that, that the Iranians are a rising power that will do more and more to establish a kind of hegemony in the region, and the United States seems to be willing to accept that in exchange for the nuclear deal. That's what I think is so dangerous for the Arab countries of the region that have for decades and decades viewed us as an ally and as a protector and as a guarantor of stability in the region. They now see us, in their view, and I have to say I share it, turning to Iran and being willing to accept anything Iran does as long as it does not blatantly violate the nuclear deal. Elliot Abrams, thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it. My pleasure. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.